think we should have a legendary intro, like Friends or Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Or like Different World in Seinfeld. But this isn't television. And we got no damn money. <laughs> Those guys talk. Yeah, to give you real insight from everyday men. Sports, politics, and a lot of randomness. And you know what? I keeps it real. We're the experts of nothing. Those guys talk. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Those Guys Talk, where we're going to go through a wide range of topics from sports, entertainment, politics, food, and wine. My name is Donald. I'm going to send it off to my co-host. Hey, hey, guys. This is Nick Taylor, and I'll be joining Don on this one. And we'll, you know, ready to kick it off and hit a variety of topics. So I'll be with him. Let's roll. Um, I want to start off by saying... We're not going to kill you guys with the bullshit and say that we're just uniquely different from every podcast out there. No, we're just a couple guys that think we have a unique perspective on these topics. And, you know, hopefully you guys join us for the ride. Yes, sir. Ready to roll. Okay, on your first topic, how far are the Miami Heat from winning the NBA championship? I'm going to kick this off because uh, my co-host, Nick, (laughs) is a Miami Heat fan. And any of you listeners listening, Miami Heat fans are biased and um, diabolically confused. So it's every fan about their team. Okay, okay. Okay, (laughs) you get the blame. Okay, okay, you're going to have the time. Um, What I would like to say, the Miami Heat are, if there was an ocean... Oh, and there's a boat off the dock, oh, and you can no longer see the boat. That's how far away from the championship they are. They are incredibly far <laughs> away from the championship. Uh, everything hinges on 21, where Kawhi, uh, playoff P, as some of you guys may not know him, uh, Paul George, and Giannis will be free agents. So after I the 21. After, I, summer of 21, Nick. Okay. Okay. I don't think they're as appealing as... Sports fans in Miami may think that they would be. Um, I understand the weather. I live here as well. I understand the no state tax. I understand the culture because they kept stressing this in the oh, NBA oh, bubble. Oh, sorry, sorry. Where were you born again? I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So this um, explains where he's going with this one. But go ahead. Not at all. Not at all. I would love to finish my thought. Thank you, Nicholas. Um, I would like to preference by saying. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan from everyone out there. But I'm not a hater. I understand basketball. I don't think the Miami Heat are as good as they've shown themselves to be in the bubble. I'll, t- I'll let Nick take it from here. Okay, so he's already skipping a year. So the question was for next year. He's already he, he didn't even explain about next year. So next year, what are the Miami Heat chances? I'm going to give it a 40% chance of returning back to the finals. So high. And a 20% chance of winning. Delusional. Because it takes a lot to, to, to obviously get to a championship. But this year, they already set the foundation. So the Miami Heat culture, which is a big thing that everybody talks about. It's a real thing. Because you come here, you work hard. And then we have a leader like Jimmy Butler, who's who's demanding things from his teammates that a lot of other superstars aren't demanding. So, Like, like what? Sh- making shots? No. <laughs> Working out? Yeah. <laughs> Lifting weights? Um, okay, you must not read the headlines today. It's obviously one superstar player is not doing that. Kawhi Leonard. Okay, exactly. So, like I said, and that's why their team did not make it to the finals. They had a great opportunity. But some teams did make it and were able to withstand the bubble. But, like, you know, like the Miami Heat did. And I'm not just bandwagoning on I'm being real. I, I always be real. You know me to be real, right? Okay, thank you. You didn't have to answer. I'll take it from there. Um, so, like I said, so next year... It all depends on what can they do with their salary cap. The salary cap is about to be, uh, it's probably going to drop down to like 110. They're saying from 115 to 110 right now. Yeah, so the Miami Heat will probably be at like 82 after decisions by certain players. Kelly Olenek is not a fool. He will keep a player option. Oh, yeah. He's going to opt in, of course. Why wouldn't he? He's a scrub. I make 12 million. (laughs) Why would he not opt in? Okay. Okay. Then we lose Jay Crowder. Of course. And Goran Dragic. You think you're going to lose both? I think we'll find a way to keep Goran on a one-year deal because Pat is going to try to keep that cap for the next year. Because Crowder, he he played himself to fifty million. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to come back unless he's just a heat life he bought into the culture and <laughs> yeah, the right. weather, this that, that. Yeah, and no one's Udonis Haslam. No he's one's thirty-one. <laughs> he wants a secure contract. So next year, what can the Heat do? 
They can bring in a player like Serge Ibaka. Interesting. But also, Pat wouldn't cut his legs for the following year of that when everybody's off the books. Exactly. You guys are looking for one-year deals. Great person on the team. He he gives you that big man that you need. That he's a stretch five. That could help. That could also guard fives. Yes. So Bam wouldn't be so small out there by himself. Another athletic guy. And he can stretch the floor, so he don't really hurt Bam. Okay, so the odds makers in Vegas have Miami as number nine to win the championship. Shout out to the odds makers, uh, makers in Vegas. I love you, Vegas. We'll be what back soon. Last year. Last year, ooh, yeah. I think yeah, seventy-five to one, something like, like that. So if, you, um, if you bet like a hundred dollars, you don't win seventy-five thousand dollars with the Heat going to the finals. I mean, I don't know anyone who got who made that bet, but shout out to anyone if you did. Uh, from Miami did. Uh, Somebody from Miami did. We'll be in Winwood too, buying us a drink. No, nah, so all right. The bigger problem about next year, let me be real with it. The big problem about next year, you have um, a certain teams coming back. You got Brooklyn, KD, yes. Kyrie, Den Widow, um, Gerald Levert. I call him. His name really isn't Gerald Levert, but that's what I call him. Karis. I roll with it. Whatever. Gerald Levert. Let's respect his government name. All right. Karis Levert. They have a nice deep roster, so they'll obviously be number one of everybody's expectations, but... I don't think so. We don't know what KD will look like coming back from injury. I think that hinges the most of it. And then Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. (laughs) <laughs> That's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. And he think they don't. He don't think they need a head coach. He said they're that all might coaches. be an issue. They all are head coaches. I, that I, might need an issue. That I might be an issue. I, I think I'm trying to understand where he's going with it, but I like you, yeah. So Kyrie's one of the guys that's off the hinges for real. So he's the person that takes them over the top and put them below because people have found a way not to win with that guy. <laughs> so bomb. So the next team will be Giannis. In the Bucks. If they get Chris Paul, changes my opinion. They don't get Chris Paul, Giannis can't do it by himself. He needs somebody out there that's going to help him. So that's team two that he can can beat. Uh, team three will be Boston. Woo. Who I really like. You know how I feel about Jason Tatum. Jason top five Tatum, by the way. He's just definitely not Jason top five Tatum yet. He's top five Tatum. But First of all, I think Jalen Brown's better than him. But... The team doesn't allow Jalen Brown to be better than him. They give the ball to Tatum. But Jalen Brown can do everything. If they let Jalen Brown be the better player on the team this year, they'd have been in the finals. Wow. Wow. Hey, simple. And the other team, the wild horse is um, Philly. New coaching. New coaching. Does he get Ben Simmons to... Get out of his own way? Get out of his own way, shoot shots, shoot some threes. You know, Interesting. does that tandem work? When they play together, they do work. I think they're. They've I've shown. Picking, I've been picking that they work. for the past three years to come out of the East. That year that they lost to Boston, I thought they were going to beat LeBron. Them, I thought they had way more talent. They had Bellinelli. They had Reddick. Yeah. They were deep. They had shooters. They had Sarge. They were deep. They should have never let Reddick go. By the way, yeah. So all right, those are the teams, and then always Toronto, but always in the mix. They have good what coaching. They do eventually. So. Those are the teams right there. Give him the back. Can he compete with those five teams? As constructed right now, they can compete. That doesn't mean that they'll get back. I don't think they'll get back. And this is why. I think Duncan Robinson Mm -hmm. will be a shell of himself. A a three-point shooter don't become a shell of himself. Duncan Robinson. I know how to shoot. I shoot the ball. Duncan Duncan Robinson's a gym rat. I shoot. Double. He stated in a conversation after a game that shooting in empty gyms are perfect for him. Oh, because he wasn't shooting before. He's a gym oh rat. When the shoot- lights are on, he's like a cockroach. Are you- he will run to the darkest corners. Did you not the court? Oh, you don't watch heat games this year. I do. Watch okay, he's been shooting like that the whole year. Games. And as the season went on, even oh. with the crowd were there. I get it. I get it. He has the heat record, but that's all he shoots. Of course he's gonna have the record. Okay. For, for the most threes. Wayne Ellington shot him. Okay, like this that is too. just my thought. Okay. I think Tyler Hero's gonna go through the sophomore slump that everyone goes this through. This was a sophomore year. Tyler Hero? When they restarted the bubble, that was a sophomore year. Jesus Christ. And he he improved. That's a sophomore year. They took off five months. He came (laughs) back. That's the second season. That was technically his second season in the bubble. Defense. Do you you, you not think that was technically his second season? Defense. I'm asking you a question. It was not. It was not. Five months off. The season started back in October. What month were we in now? The season just ended. 
So then it came back for if that, if that was the case, the Lakers would be having celebrating two championships right now. No, right. If, if it was two seasons, they would be celebrating two championships. Before the bubble started, they were the number one team in the league, and after the bubble, they're the championship team. They were were they, were they not the number one team in the league before the bubble? LeBron had just beat Milwaukee and the Clippers in one weekend. Stop that. And he also lost to the Clippers twice. Oh before. my lord! He lost to Milwaukee that That's year. That's not what I so just said. That's not okay. what I just said. But okay, but they, they still didn't have the best record. Okay. So how were they? How were they the champions? If they didn't have the, the best record, the Heat had the best. No, the, the Lakers but, had the best record. No, they did not. But Milwaukee did. They still had the best record by a game. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I thought so. I thought you would be wrong. <laughs> okay. 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 Heat fan. Thought I had that. Okay. Heat fan. Either way, we're the the topic is how close are the Heat to winning a championship? Okay. Next year. Okay. I would say an ocean away. An Meaning, ocean? Yeah. From from Miami to Colombia, ocean away. That's how far. Wow. Not not Cuba. Uh, no. no, Columbia. That's how far away you guys are because... No, I'll say if you go on like South Beach and you walk into the sand and you see them little boats out there, like the... Yeah, that's where they're at. Not that, that That's a jet ski away. Yeah! That's laughable. Jet ski um, away. The, let's, let's start with the biggest issue. Okay. The biggest issue is that your number one player mm-hmm. won't make the decision to be the number one player every night. Jimmy Butler showed the world, and this is the biggest mistake he made. Uh-huh. He's shown the world he's, cap- he's capable of going toe-to-toe with the number one player on the planet. Yeah. He's, he's shown it. So now what he friends are going to do, because you guys are spoiled, because you had the number one player in the world for four years, you're going to expect that from him every night. And Jimmy is not going to be that no. every night. I think Jimmy's going to do it. Has to be done every night. Some nights and, he's going to be a scorer. Some nights he's not. And in order to win a championship, that's what we're speaking of. Uh-huh. Not making it to the finals. Okay. Championship. Oh, we're not about the no. Finals. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're talking about winning the Larry O'Brien. Okay. okay. He's going to have to be that because I think the elephant in the room that no one's discussing is those light skinned monsters. Out in the bay that are coming back. Okay, but they have a chip that they the can put. But this is what I'm saying. And then once we get to the West Coast, there's things that you guys have to deal with. Okay. And winning a championship is not going to be had with 12 points. It's not going to be something you, that you, you gonna, can grasp. You gotta call out the game with twelve points. Forty six minutes. Forty. I'm minutes. sorry that the LeBron does that games. every game for seventeen years. He didn't do it this year. He didn't have to do it this year, right? Okay. Okay. So now, now you're now you're talking about executive no, decisions. No, no. But look smart, up to the sky, hey, Nick. Nick, look up to the skybox <laughs> to Pat. And tell him to get him some help. Well, Gorn was out. That was big. Oh, That's man. a big... That first was- of all, first of all, I'm tired of Heat fans proclaiming that Goron would have been such a huge difference. He was our... He was our le- oh, <laughs> he was our... Le- you hear that, Heat fans? I-, I got it out of him. Was he, not? he was our leading scorer. Was I get it. Was he not? I get it. Was he not? It is not that hard to be a leading scorer on the Miami Heat team. It's not. I'm sorry. Points a game is it's points. not that difficult when Jimmy yeah, is we... a 18 to okay. 22 point scorer okay. in a good year. They spread the ball around also. Oh, Tyler, okay. Tyler's giving you 14, okay. 16 and above. Okay. Okay. He, he can have his night when he okay. goes to 25. No, no. And your Bam issue. Bam, Bam also, that's another problem. If, oh, all right, all right. If, oh. does Bam, all right, okay. Okay. For the Heat, all right, that's the real thing about the Heat going next year. A championship run. Does the three young players take another step forward? Does Tyler become a person that you could depend on every night? Does he take over the starting point guard job if Goran doesn't come back? Or even if Goran comes back, does you go with Tyler over Nunn and and then um, we also have, is Bam going to take that next step offensively in his game? We know he can be a great defender. He can guard everybody. He's sort of like AD. A little bit under AD as a as a defensive player. I'm not gonna say he is AD. And then I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Is Duncan gonna take another step in his game? <laughs> no, no, not offensively. I'm fine with it. He don't have to do anything more offensively. He can do his little back cuts, get a layup here and there. You know, he don't have to put the ball on the ground too much because the offense is made around him coming off screens. 
but is he going to take another step defensively? Because a lot of teams say, hey. He's sad. We're going to go at. The white boy. Yeah. That's yeah. Tall, the tall white boy. That, yeah. That, that's what they say. The yeah. scouting report says, cook the white boy. That's what the scouting report yeah, says. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. He's and, a better shooting Enos Cantor. And then, Lord, that's it. Lord have mercy if it's him, Dragic, and Tyler on the floor. Oh, Lord. You guys so, are getting cooked. <laughs> you guys are getting you look like cooked. Like Bailey just went <laughs> cutting back doors for the Princeton offense. It's but, horrible. No, horrible. but can he take another step? He has the size. Yeah, he he's definitely has eight. the size. He's 6'8". So all he has to do is work on it in the offseason. He, he reminds me of Klay Thompson. He is without the defensive ability. Klay Thompson, you put him yes. on, the first, on somebody. But the thing on. about Klay, he got better over time. Yeah, so his kid is only his... Second year Second year year was even Not even his first year This was really his first year Of basketball If he NBA player Really If he gets to a point Where he decides I want to play defense Because a lot of these athletes Just have to decide it No Sometimes I think he can be a good player He has the He has the length To to be a good player You can't tell me He don't want to (laughs) He wants to play defense I know You can't not Like listen You guys So basically you're telling me He just sucks At defense He has to learn angles Of how to cover people and learn he how, is a very unorthodox player. His feet, his pl- oh, his right. footwork is horrible on the that, defensive that's side. Another person, Tyler, has to learn when to reach, not to reach. Oh yeah, how t- to cut off angles. Yeah, and that comes with time. As a, he was getting as a lot of players at, at the beginning of their career, LeBron wasn't an amazing defender. When he but he made KD, a decision KD, as well. That's what I'm saying. But it took time. It took everybody around. Everybody around. Like, okay, we'll perfect. we'll check back on Duncan in 2025 and see where okay, he is. Listen, okay, another another thing that, that he can do. I said Sergi Baca earlier. Another person would be Bradley Bill. <laughs> no, no, okay. And then the Bradley Bill situation is how? How you have to trade for him because he's under contract for another. If team. I'm a GM at the Wizards, I I will bleed you dry. Yeah, because y'all gonna ask for Tyler and Duncan. Duncan, I want Pocket both and none. I want both white boys. We're not gonna give you Bam. So, but no, we then, don't need Bam. And then as a as an executive, as Pat Riley would be in his head thinking, do I go for the gusto? Because my that's, that's giving me a star player who can, who's buckets. Yeah, he's 30. He averaged 30 last oh, year. Oh, he's buckets. Yeah. And then pair him with Jimmy and Bam. Oh, my gosh. That's a team. But you're losing Tyler. You're losing your depth. But you can get depth once you have star players. You have old players that's going to come and join and want to help out. That's ring chasing. I think Bradley Beal's a better fit with the Heat than Giannis is. No, he is. I, he I, I well, think so. Well, all right, all right. So, Bradley Beal... Shooter, dynamic player, but Giannis is Giannis. I don't care what you say because you get Giannis, Jimmy, and Bam on defense. I worry about offense. Like we're gonna play great defense and we'll figure out offense, and then I will play two stars at a time, and I have shooters around them. Uh, Kyle Corbin, you gonna come play for us? Okay, sure. Isn't he like forty eight? Hey, forty eight can shoot it. Okay, <laughs> they don't change. Is JJ a free agent? Yeah, we'll go call him up too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JJ, I heard Chan- JJ's doing podcasts now. He he can use a job. Channel, ch- channel you in the dude. Okay, he shoots okay. off balance. Shoot. That's hey, we'll find a shooter. Okay. But the barely build one would be like this: a toss up. Do you get rid of Tyler Hero, Duncan? Because we know Bradley Bill's out the door. It's it's no, he's but, out of Washington. No, I don't know that because that he's out of Washington. You have to tickle my fancy if I'm in Washington because. He's under my contract for two years. Wait, Listen, does stay on? Wizards? No, actually, they just extended him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's under contract for another two and a half years or three years. Three years. Wizards know that I they're in re- option is the last yeah, year. They're in rebuild mode. But they also get John Wall back next year, so they're not thinking complete rebuild. Re- I, I think so because they want out of John Wall's contract. They've been trying to get out yeah, of it. Yeah, they're trying to, but they're not going to. Who's, who's taking that? Unless you see John Wall come back, and I have my inside sources, he's looking real good. At the basketball court They say he hasn't lost a step Trust me I have some inside sources Listen, I know people I, I know the same people you know, I, you I, know you He's know. training in Miami you don't know I know anybody. some of the I gyms know. he's in you don't know I know some of the gyms no. he's in I'm connected Oh son. my god know I know you. some of the gyms right. he in Okay That so does not what mean about him? They said they, they Oh he's that. quick So so if you watch it till you think Okay let's try this one more time No 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 No, no. no. We've tried this seven years yeah. It's gone no where we have to rebuild for the future. Okay. And if there's a team out there so that's that going to get, get both of them, then. 
If, if I, there's a I haul out there? And Jeff. Yes. Okay. If, if, if I can get it. Bradley Bill just bought a house in LA. I don't think that's a coincidence. Okay, you can buy it out there. I don't think that's a so coincidence. He's going to the Lakers. No. The there, Warriors? There, or there are many teams in California. Not, not, we're not going to second. I don't, I don't think Clippers have enough to give up exactly. for him. Playoff P. You know, I don't think. Playoff P. I don't even think Washington. I wouldn't take him if I was the Wizards. I wouldn't even well, want him. I would take him if I'm the. Okay, hang on, all right. That's how you could think about taking him if you are the Wizards. If you're trying to get under salary cap, you trade him. Playoff P come there. You ha- he only has one year left on his contract. I mean, first of all, that that's that's the that's, that's the way. If you want to get out of bill contract and you want to get somebody, you, but they don't have no. They don't have no first rounder, so we're like, okay, you just it, give me a pick. So I don't get the salary cap. It's not. Would, like, if you had a first round pick and pick up, it's not a pick, I'd be like, shoot, I get out of that contract, mm-hmm. then I could find a way to get out of the John Wall contract. So Bradley Bill, like I said, to Miami Heat, like I was saying, if now he comes to Miami Heat, which, which, which Pat Riley is trying to make. This is definitely he's Pat. He's always trying to make a move, willing and dealing. And trying to be stealing. That's the number one reason why I feel like the Heat are in contention. Yeah. They're always in contention. You have the number one mind in the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he can only do so much. Okay. You know? So my thought process is immediately for next year, there are tough decisions to make. Definitely. Jay Crowder was way better than anyone expected he would be for the Heat. Yep. Better. He was uh, yeah. a better no, fit no, yeah, for the exactly, Heat than exactly. I, I would have ever imagined. Yeah, I I came in hoping he can play like that. Because everybody like Iguodala. I was like, ah, Iguodala. First of all, thank you about saying that. Oh, shoot. My bad. I brought up the wrong person name. You fucking overpaid him. That's we the one. Well, you overpaid him. Yeah, you know it. You overpaid him. And well, in the bubble he showed you, when he gets off the court, he, he needs ice bags. He needs he needs Ben Gay, the man's old. Well, he's old as shit. And for, you know what? Wait, you know wait what? time. I have to say this. Weren't there eight barber shops in the bubble? <laughs> Why did he not receive the haircut? It was, like, it was you know when you go when you on a, uh, a defining moment with your teammates. Sometimes oh, you just no, decide no, I, to not listen, groom yourself. I, so during football season, because Tyler Piro had a haircut. Football season or camp? Okay. I, sometimes I'd be like, hey. I want to have the rough look because when oh. I'm rough, I'm focused, I'm locked in. Oh, so that, that, I'm locked in, I'm clocked in. Okay, so the I'm rough look. Rough look. The, uh, it's equivalent uh, to yeah, wins. I'm going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I didn't know how that's how it works. <laughs> that, uh, I'm, not here. I'm, I'm mean, I'm, I'm green. I'm yeah, not aware yeah, of me? that's how that <laughs> yeah, so works. Some moments, anyway. I, I go through those moments. So I understand, but sometimes he probably should have switched it up and went to, if I look good, I play good. So he probably got a cut. But a lot of our players had that. Jimmy okay. had a little tough okay. look going. It works for Jimmy. Solomon, Either way, Solomon Hill. They say he looked like Frederick Douglass out there. Like, Iggy, Iggy's locked in at least another year. No, no he is, he is. He's locked in, yeah. right? At a very high number. No, but that, but that bodes well for. He's a trading block. He's a trading chip. Who the no, fuck you, is going to pick up Iggy? Okay, you don't understand how the NBA works. Oh, oh, oh please give me the tutorial, young, young fella. Please, let me, let please, me explain this. So, please, GM the Taylor. Reason, the please. Reason, He's a good at trading block because his 15 mil on the contract one-year deal. That's what people like one-year deals because I could trade for them and they're off my books if I want to free up space. So he's a trading block in that asset. That's what I mean by that. So let me, you know, let me open up your mind, young buck. Some little things that you might not understand. Okay. So his, while his contract is at 15 mil for the following year, He's a trading block because he will have one year left on the contract. Or if not, we ride him out to the sunset and he's off the books for the following year where we could get Giannis. And that brings me to the next point with Giannis. Do you trade for Giannis this year? No. Because you're giving up too much assets. You know what that leads, you know what that reminds me of? What that reminds me of? Trading for a guy when he has one year left when he'll probably come to you the following year anyway. So you gave up all your bargain chips. Paul George? No. What foolish team did that? Lord, who did that? I, I feel like a few teams have done that. The guy over there that's hosting, I mean, that's talking over there, oh, Albert. New York yeah. Knicks. We're going to get Carmelo. Oh, and He's give coming. away our entire future so, for hey, Carmelo. The Knicks would have had that in the bag. Like, there would have been no cakewalk for LeBron back then because he had that deal with Le- Carmelo. Um, they had Wilson Chandler. 
They had Raymond Felton. They had what's the guy? Gallinari. Oh, I love Gallinari. Especially back then. And all they had to do was wait. He was coming. He was coming. Like, okay. He was was vocal about coming. He got traded to another team. The odds of him signing back with that team, that team would have had more rental like they had Kawhi Leonard. For a year. Not even half a year because it was midseason. Like, okay, we're going to get him. He's coming. Just be patient. And the Knicks were doing pretty decent with those young fellas at that time. They were overachieving. Oh, let's give Melo now. It was a good move because you get a superstar. But that's what I'm thinking with, with, with Giannis. Wait. Wait to the next year. The issue with waiting in this case, yes, Carmelo was already publicly vocal about coming to New York. Giannis hasn't said anything. He's not. Giannis Giannis is not going to say anything. And and I think a lot of things about Giannis is being reported by the media of saying. I think he's one of those guys that that will stay in Milwaukee and try to run out and try to. No one has an inside scoop on him. I think he's one of those guys that will try to prove a point, like. I'm gonna stay in Milwaukee and get oh. it done here and never leave because they gave me my shot. No, no, and I, I, none but, of you guys know, and you're all speculating. A lot of people say that until they reach that point, and it's like decision time. Like, hey, my legacy, <laughs> I'm out. Shaq, you know, I'm out. To be completely, I'm out. I'm out. To be completely honest, that's why I don't give Kevin Durant the the shit that I used to give him because. Yeah. Imagine being that <laughs> nine years in, you can't get it done, and you can't get it done. Some half of the people are saying, "Give it one more shot." But what if you get hurt? The, the what thing, if your running mate gets hurt? The thing is, and I know we strayed so far away, but the thing is, with the media nowadays, it's all about championships. And if you don't want a championship, have that next to your resume. No matter how good of a player you are, they're gonna say you're trash. You're not that good. Like. Oh, it's unfortunate I, it's come to that. Yeah, because there's players that are better than other players, but the other players get more recognition of being a better player because they want. Well, if you played with, if you played with Clay, Steph Curry, and Draymond, shoot, you should win a championship. Or, or let me see, let me here go another one. If I'm hmm, Rondo and I got to play with Ray Allen, KG, and Paul Pierce, like My second year in the league, yeah, like. I would think I would have a championship as well. Yeah, of course. Um, now, so I get a championship, and I'm better than... Like, all right, let's say, all right, this is one. So, Paul Pierce got a championship. He was the truth. But is he better than Tracy McGrady, who didn't have a championship? No. I'll or, never pick Paul Pierce over Tracy McGrady. But people will take it that way because... Their careers are defined differently because, because of the ring. championship, like... And that sucks. Like, AI. AI don't get a lot of respect he deserves because... Even, and he was a great player. I don't have him in front of Dwayne Wade. I have him number four as shooting guard. Dwayne Wade is third. But AI doesn't get the respect because he gets respect because of the crossover. Oh, he crossed Jordan, which is more than he gets more for that than anything else in his career. But he was an amazing player. But I believe he doesn't get the respect because he didn't win a championship. And I'm like, yo. It's hard to win a championship. Only one team wins it, guys. Y'all think all 30... It's 30 teams. One team win it. I don't even know the percentage on that. I'm a great math guy. But one out of 30... Uh, I'm not even doing the math on that. That's like... 4 or 5%. So... Um, so, like we were saying, man. Do he have a chance? And I think they have a, a pretty good chance. I think... Because of Pat Riley, the culture, I think they'll find a way. The culture. It's <laughs> not a mockery. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to say this in preference since, again, I'm a Chicago Bulls All fan. Right, real, so, quick, real quick, real quick. So, real quick. We're going to knock this one out. So, what do you have them in the East? Like, do you have them as a second, third, fourth? Fourth seed. Fourth seed? Yes. Okay. So, I have Boston. So, you I have... The Nets, okay. Milwaukee, then the Heat. So you don't think they could beat Boston again? No, not at all. Jason, top five Tatum will show you that he's top three. Milwaukee. If in Milwaukee, we talking about the series. If Milwaukee does not I get Chris Paul, does not add more depth mm-hmm. and a legitimate six man, they'll beat them again. Okay, and then Brooklyn. If KD is eighty yep. percent of KD. Yep. The Heat are getting swept. Do Brooklyn keep Dinwiddle and um? If I'm Brooklyn GM, I I keep Levert. 
And then we'll trade. I, I'll try to trade him for, for a couple shooters. Yeah, All right, that's, but I'll keep Levert. Levert. Oh, it's gonna be tough for Miami. No Levert's lie, it, it will be tough. Like serious. this is no Miami bias. It's no lie, it will be tough. Like I came in saying it's gonna be tough for them next year. So I give them a twenty percent chance of getting to the. Fun- no, I said forty. Forty, you said 40 and twenty percent winning and, and twenty, to win. which I think is well. Because if you get there, you naturally have a fifty percent chance. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> the, the Heat didn't have a fifty percent chance of winning against the Lakers. Yeah, they did. Technically. They, Technically, probability. Probability. Probability and percentage of winning is different. Nick Taylor, the mathematician. (laughs) With that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to the first part of episode one. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. Part two, episode one. We checking in again. We rolling. For our second topic, our sports personalities like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless ruining sports media. Are you taking this one? I'm going to let you take this one. All right. I get too aggressive. Okay, okay, slow it down, slow it down. I don't need you whooping nobody over here. All right, so uh, are they? Hmm, let's see. All right, I'm gonna say it's a little bit of both. I don't think they're ruining it, but I also know that they're biased. So they're gonna be biased to certain players that just for the sake of being biased because that's their job. And but they they're doing it to make money. So I'm not mad at it per se because. Shoot, at the end of the day, you want to put money in your pocket. But are they ruining reputations of other players just because? Yeah. Is it a bad thing? Yeah. Because they're not being real. But that's where I'm going to come in. Are they sports personalities or are they sports analysts? My issue with them is that they portray themselves to be analysts. Okay. So if they're analysts, then... They're not analyzing. They're just being biased in. And their bias is messing up things because these other people have families and things. But they're thinking about their families, too, because they're trying to make the money for their families. And their best way to make their money is to talk about certain people. So Skip Bayless, for one, he made his whole career off of defaming people and just talking bad about them. It's like LeBron. He made his I think he owes LeBron a royalty check. Ten million. Ten million. And then he got his first one Then he was on Cold Pizza. I don't know if you remember that one. Of course. Cold Pizza turned into first thing. Okay. So he was on Cold Pizza. And the f- person that he got his name off of was Terrell Owens. And in his name, in his words, it was Team Obliterator. I can't even say the word. Team Obliterator. So T.O. Team Obliterator. So he just literally went in on T.O. the whole time. He wasn't even talking. He was saying, oh, he's making all these drops, this, that, that. And he's horrible for the game and this and that. But T.O. was putting out his heart and soul into the sport that he loved. And all you're doing is just taking shots at him because you're trying to get fame. And it worked. So... I can't say it's a bad thing because it's for ratings. And what they're doing is for ratings. They're sports personality. They're not sports analysts, bro. So I'm going on that to start off. My issue is is back to that term, sports analysts. Mm -hmm. They are portrayed to be sports analysts. When Mm -hmm. you get on their show, their podcasts, their streaming sites, whatever avenue they use to communicate their messaging, they say sports analysts. Mm -hmm. But they're not. They are sports commentators that are no different than the Kardashians. Their personalities. So they're, the Kar- they're, the Kar- they're the Kardashians of sports they media. Are. Okay, hey. Skip Bayless. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna have to say this. Okay. There's nothing you do, and I'm gonna speak directly mm-hmm. to you, Skip, and anyone who, who, who loves your, your form of commentary. You don't take any risks. When I say risk, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Okay. Uh, my co-host Nick Taylor actually played for the Vikings. Woo, I was uh, ball out there too, but I was out there getting five picks a game, <laughs> two touchdowns, three, three don't, returns. Don't, don't look up those stats, by don't the way. Don't look up those stats, please. Um, don't. That's a risk. My team has never been to the big game. Mm-hmm. We continue to overpay Kirk Cousins, and we traded away. Stefan Dix. So I take a risk every day when I tell people I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. That's a risk. Skip Bayless is I'm gonna I'm gonna name three things he holds his hat on. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. The so. most popular sports organization in the world. Okay. So you have an army behind you that he, supports you. But he worked for the Cowboys. He was okay. He was Jerry Ex- Jones' guy. Uh, exactly. That's and not a risk. Jimmy was out there partying. And That's not a risk. <laughs> Two. They weren't Michael out. Jordan, the most popular basketball player of all time. Yeah. These three 
pillars that you use okay. as avenues to create your, your vision and image yeah. are very popular themes okay. in sports. So you're what? not out there saying you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Who else he going to talk about? And that's why I say he's a personality. So he, he's not, he's not really. an analyst. It's not real. So he's because not real at all. I don't I don't believe it. I don't actually believe it. And my issue with him is by day I'm a marketing director. Okay. I have casual water cooler conversations with men and women. Okay. Who don't know anything about sports. Yeah. But sometimes when they're getting ready to come to our office, ESPN is on, FS1 is on, NBC Sports are on. So a lot of people take their sports takes from the image they see on television because they believe Mm -hmm. this person's an analyst. So if I'm a casual sports fan and I see Stephen A. Smith say to me, this guy can't play basketball. When I get to the office and someone asks me a question, I'm going to say, this guy can't play basketball. <laughs> and when you do that, it go, it, I'm going to piggyback on what you said about families. You're not analyzing the game. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're dimish, dim, diminishing yep. someone's hard work. Yep. And I think what casual fans don't understand, and I think a lot of personalities, because I'm not going to give them the credit to call them analysts, don't understand is that you guys could never do what these professional athletes. I was do. gonna say that. I was gonna say never. None of them really in played, Spanish. So, nunca. <laughs> none of them really played. So, so they are just giving takes, but they didn't play, so they didn't understand the nuances of the game. So sometimes they just throw shit out there, and they're just talking about. They don't understand coverages or or why this defense was in this defense or why this offense did this. They just say, oh. He didn't get this, or he didn't throw this, and he didn't do that. But it's a lot that goes into the game. And when they come onto the show, all they say is, well, he didn't get it done because of this. Well, did the defense dictate it for them to get it done? Like, it's a lot of things that go into sports and not just, oh, because he's that guy. That's how it should be done. Oh, LeBron, he had four people on him. He should shoot the ball just because he's that guy. No, the play was he drove it. It was four people around him. You kick it to the open guy 100% of the times. You don't shoot that. Like, if you shoot that, the odds of it go, well, he should just took because he's the, he, if he wants to be the GOAT conversation. No, Jordan passed it to Paxson. Jordan passed it to Kerr. Everybody did something because it's a They team. made the shot. It's a team game. That's What's the difference. Was? Danny Green missed it. A 40% three-point shooter missed the open shot, which an open shot you're probably 60-70%. That don't mean because you're open, you automatically make it. Like So, that's my problem with them. They just It's just like, oh, oh just because you're this, you got to do this. But no, just it's, it's, it's a team game. It's, a, it's ways of playing the game. And just because you're that guy, it doesn't make you that guy of that moment. Yeah, I, I think for me... And they, and, all, and they crush you for that. And... And then they ride it to the sunset. And that's the problem with it. Like, you ride it until the sunset. And now you have people calling LeBron LeBrick. You have people calling... Casual fans. Casual fans. That don't, that don't watch basketball. They, don't, they just say LeBrick. Like, well, LeBron shot the shot he missed. Like, I can't make every shot. But the other 16 points I made, though, that don't mean for nothing. So everything I do means nothing just because... You want to ride me to get your point across. I can, LeBron, like I said, LeBron can have 58 points, 92 rebounds, 37 assists, 14 blocks, and three touchdowns. <laughs> he threw two, three touchdowns in there. And Skip Bayless would still find a way to demean whatever he did in that game. And we're like, bro. You're not being real. Like, at least be a little bit real. I understand you're doing it for the... My problem with it, be real. Like, I know you're doing it for, you know, your ratings or whatnot, but it should be some sort of realness in it, and that's my problem with it. Like, be a little bit of real in it. Uh, Stephen A., he, he's loud. Stephen A. is loud for no reason sometimes. Like, yo, get your point across, but he got to be loud because that's his personality being loud, and that's what... That's his brand. That's what viewers look for. Let's see, Jason Whitlock. I think he pushes the cornery 
factor to I think he has Kun tattooed on him <laughs> and I think he pushes that factor just to get people to keep coming in Colin Coward I like him he's a pretty good guy he still has his bias like Westbrook and you know his bias he has one with quarterbacks with how you should look oh you should have a backward hat that's strange yeah his, his like, takes on quarterbacks he doesn't like uh, a perception like just because I'm the, I'm the guy like, he wants the quiet quarterback yeah, like, I don't think it's, it's personality has anything to do it's with many ways to win quarterback. but y'all find y'all bias just to get a you know oh I no did it affect their winning like that's they're in the business of winning yeah. so all I need you to hear, hear you talk about is everything that affected that guy winning I'll say this one of my favorite sports analysts because he's an analyst is Scott Van Pelt if okay. you ever watch okay, Scott. SVP on SC, it is strictly analyzing the sports game he saw. Yeah. He is reporting the sports news. Yeah. My issue with all of these debate shows is that your network, and let's not get it. This, I think viewers have to understand, these men and women are employees. Yeah, so they've been I'm, pushed back. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm going to say this again. They're employees. Yes. They have objectives. They have to hit certain numbers. Mm-hmm. And actually, Disney just came out with a report that basically said that ESPN is a dumpster. <laughs> They're not hitting their ratings. Yeah. Their revenue is down. The ad dollars are down. And I'm not going to you know, just simply say it's sports media. I just think in general, everything's down right now. Yeah. You know, people the, aren't watching the, sports. The, the sports, times. the times, the time yeah. difference of the sports is just programming's not there. We thought we would watch the Olympics this summer. We didn't really even think we would be watching what we've watched basketball this summer. In October. In October. It's just, it's a strange well, thing. Well, basketball is in October, but it'll be like the start of it. Start of the season. All right, and now let's let's go on to somebody like Paul Pierce, and I think his thing is he's jealous. Okay, jealous of who? Jealous of who? Jealous of who? I think of everyone that plays basketball right now, I th- but specifically LeBron. All right, and James, and I think his thing was. He thought that he was better than he was. Yeah, he suffers from that syndrome. But he was great. He was a great player. Great, that's stretching. He was a great player. Good. Really good. He was a great player. Really good. He, okay, all right, whatever. Whether he was good or great, great, like I said. Um, his thing is, he thought that he was better than he was. So, he, like Draymond said, you weren't Kobe. You don't deserve a farewell tour. And I think that type of thing is hurt, you know, him. It hurt his ego. So, He's getting back at, oh, the league isn't like that. You know, y'all scared of LeBron, yada, yada, yada. And I don't think he's being objective because, of course, you're going to be in awe of LeBron. He's LeBron James. But I don't think you're scared of him. So that puts it to this perspective of, like, bro, like, enjoy who he is. And I think his thing is, like, yo, why are you still running around at 35 when – I was on the bench at 35. Like, they wouldn't even swing me the ball like that. Nobody even cared for me, bro. Like, but this guy is still, like, the guy. He's in L.A. People love him. But at 35, like, I was in L.A. too. But nobody loved me, baby. No one cared. <laughs> nobody no cared. one cared. But, so, I think his is more jealousy than just him trying to, like, make a name for himself. Do you think he's trying to make a name for himself? I think, I think it's both. I think... He's seen the success that Chuck, Chuck is Charles Barkley, okay. has had being and becoming a sports personality. Chuck started as a sports analyst. Yeah. He analyzed the game of basketball because yeah. he had credibility as a former MVP. Yeah. Over the years, Chuck has just I become hate a hater. It, it's a, he's a personality. He's a brand. You, yeah. you literally tune in to see what ridiculous thing he's going to say. Yeah. And they, but they make money off of ridiculous things like and okay, widely popular. Yeah, they don't even analyze this. Oh, I'm gonna be ridiculous. Damn, but at least be real. Like Chuck picks against LeBron in every series. That is every crazy. series. Let's see. That's not like that's not real. Like the guy. It's not made, objectiveness. The guy hasn't lost a series besides the final series in ten years. <laughs> but every every series you find. A chink in his armor. Hey, hey back then. Really? Indiana. Because, oh, Indiana's going to beat the Heat. Oh, 
Portland's gonna sweep the Lakers. Portland's gonna sweep, sweep the, the Lakers. Lakers. Interesting. LeBron's gonna get swept in the first round by a team that didn't even go five hundred. Like, come on, now. you're pushing the envelope, bro. Like, and I get it. And like I said, I, I understand it. You don't, you don't understand it. You like, uh, no, I you understand it. But I you say comprehend it, it. It shouldn't be done. I just think it's. It's a poor way of doing this because media is the most impactful form of entertainment it, in the world. Media. It is impactful. And you have a duty to be objective. So you have a duty to be real. Yes. That's what you're trying just to Just be objective. And, yeah. and if you're going to be that, then just come on, this, on, on, on your show. When you start the show, say, I'm Stephen A. Smith. I am the Kim Kardashian of sports media. <laughs> say that. So, Don't say that I was a sports writer for 18 years. Well, you're not doing that now. You're not objective <laughs> you're not now. Because they're not, all right, they're not being real. So, and when you're not real, how can I take you serious all the time? Because I understand if you're riding somebody, but riding when you're being real. Like, oh, Le- LeBron sucked. Well, tell me he sucked when he really sucked. Don't tell me he sucked after he scored 49 points against Golden State. In game one and lost because of J.R. Smith. Yeah, it's like, oh, he should have shot. Well, I passed it to a guy for an open layup. Like, at least tell me that, well, he should have shot. And I I saw a guy for an open layup. Like, me shooting or open layup. Like, if you happen to get fouled, a 90% free throw shooter went to line and missed one. Okay, guys. I'm the bad guy. I I get it. Like, you could could rip me for that for not taking that shot. But also say, hey. There was Draymond right there on my right. There was KD right there. Oh, we had a little stuff on me. But I also had these two guys in my hip pocket ready for each drive. I went left or right. They were going to be there to help. I, I had to shoot it over stuff from the three-point line or shoot it over two people if I drove right or left. So be objective about it. Don't just bash them. That's my thing. Like, you could be real. You like, when not actually fuck up, be real. Like, and say, oh, you know, be real. But don't be, like, overly... Dramatic. dramatic on me just because of some things that's not really the real situation. It's got to the point that sports media is just sports propaganda. Yeah. It's literally they're just saying shit and that that's my issue. You know, when I have like I've said these casual conversations with people that I know don't watch sports. Yeah. And they say something to me, and I feel like I'm speaking but, to Skip yeah, Bayless. They're not, using, they're not using their words. They're using they picked up a take yeah, they that they tape. saw. Oh. And in their mind, is factual yeah. because I'm watching a sports analyst. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're watching Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> You're watching Kelly Ripa. <laughs> There's no difference yeah. to me. Yeah, okay. There's okay. no, And that's my issue because at the end of the day, if you work... A construction job or a night job, and you miss your favorite team. You've missed your game. You walk, wake up in the morning to watch. I watch the first take. I watch first take. Any of these shows. I watch first thing first. Nate. And you you want the sports news? But why am I watching it? Why am I continue to tune into them even though I know they're saying nonsense? Because humans, we we're designed to like train wrecks. We can't look away (laughs) from it. Like Cardi B. She's she's a very entertaining, beautiful train wreck. Yeah. She is. She's a very entertaining... A because yeah. in any other country in the world, she would not be successful. <laughs> but, but in America, she's a superstar. And I love it. I'm here for it. And I think the same thing about sports media. When I watch any of these guys... Yeah. Stephen A. Smith used scientific words that I don't think he knows. (laughs) He he has to know. At a very, very loud frequency. Right next to him, bro. I I just say, why? (laughs) But then I look in the mirror and I'm like, no, you're the problem, Donald. Because you keep tuning in. You keep tuning in, bro. But then I have to so think they're about doing, they're doing something right. Cause I'm, yes, I can't, I can't stop watching. You have to think about it from an executive point of view. I'm like, hey, I gotta go watch it. But I found myself not watching so much of the people that are like, like I wouldn't watch first. No, not first take. Undisputed anymore. If it wasn't for Shannon Sharp, he's carrying that show. And like, I, I'm done with Skip. Like, I. I'd rather not, but somehow I still find my way on his Twitter, and I don't even have Twitter. It's he's an I, entertaining person, and I'd be like, "Let me go see what Skip's saying. What ridiculousness he's saying today!" And I still go tune in. I'm like, "Why?" Even though I know it's nonsense, bro. I think 
especially for humans a lot we we tend to gravitate to things that we know are going to make us angry yeah we, we gravitate to them yeah. it's just like in politics if you're a democrat or like you, you, li- you or literally like go look up conservative like views checking your phone <laughs> Yeah, that can that 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 can that's another topic. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. But it's we like thing we enjoy things that are problematic for us that are going to give us stress. So I think we have to we have to work on that. And then from an executive point of view, if I'm the 40 year floor yeah. of this network building and I see the ratings are going up. After you say ridiculous things, I'm going to say, hey, Nick Taylor, continue to say ridiculous shit. And I'm going to say, hey, you get a bonus. The bonus is going to be nice. Oh, okay. (laughs) LeBron James sucks. A-Rod is horrible. He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen. His stats are good, but look at him when you really watch the game. He's throwing the ball away. And even though they're 13-3, and he's making bad plays. That's my issue. Because Because one day They glorify winning And the next day It's like You always make a point Towards what you Want to get it to Every one of them Has their own objective Yep Every network Every personality And I just wish That they Preference themselves in In a fashion That they were Honest with the viewers So you're always Going to be real on here That what you're trying to say I'm never going to be by, Lying I'm, I'm lying to the American <laughs> people right now I am biased yes. when it comes to the Chicago Bulls. Okay. I also have a blind side to the New York Yankees. Okay. But I won't be biased to the Minnesota Trash Vikings. <laughs> I won't. I so, love you. So, you go, so why are you letting the Bulls ride for 20 years, bro? It's because. Been, it's, been, it's been 22 years. Let me clarify. Because. Because. Listen. No, um, but y'all had, you know what? Y'all had some years with D-Rose. Listen. So I'm, I'm going to give you that one. So. My, my, my biggest issue with that and. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I'm honest, and I just want everyone to know. Yeah, I am not a sports analyst. Yeah, I am a podcast personality. Okay, Nick, you are a podcast personality. Yeah. I don't want anyone to listen to this and say, "Oh, Donald, you don't know the facts." Fuck your facts. <laughs> I'm here to tell you how I feel. Okay. This show is called "Those Guys Talking." Okay. It's just a couple of guys That's talking. talking. I'm biased with the Bulls because they gave me so much joy. Yeah, they gave me so much joy throughout my childhood. Okay. And it, it got to the point where I thought those six championships were turning into 16. <laughs> and then Jordan left again. Jordan left, huh? And then, you know, Phil left. Phil left. Pippen left. Pippen left. He came back in 2002, but... You know, it, it was just bad. Who came back in 2002? Chica- uh, Scotty Pippen retired with the Bulls. He did? He did, after his stint in Portland. What was that in 2002? You were probably a dis- disillusional Miami Heat fan at that point. I, I was in middle school, bro. Oh, that's when you lost $20 when you bet against Tom Brady? We'll talk about that on another episode. That, we'll talk about that on another episode. I'm still, hey, bro. You're probably still mad you about that. You took my $20, bro. You, you knew better, bro. You, yeah. you robbed me, bro. Anyway. What anyway. inside thing you knew about New England back then? That was Tom Brady's first one. What did you know back then, bro? Because you got me for my 20 bucks, and I need it back, bro. We're going to try our best to be as objective as possible. Okay. But we have blind spots. I think you have a blind spot towards the Miami Heat. No, I do not. I am a realist. Okay. I, real. I'm going to be honest to the viewers and, and listeners and let them know that I have a bias when it comes to the I Chicago keep, Bulls. I keep it real. And I have a bias when it comes to the New York Yankees. But everyone else will get this work. All right. I, I, I don't think I have a bias towards them. I mean, I watch them the most, so I think I understand them better than the most. I Even when I'm in Canada playing my football season, I find a way to watch the Miami Heat on television, on it's a little glitch I could do on my little phone where I just don't log into the Wi-Fi and I stay on LTE and I can watch American shows on my on whoever U-verse I'm stealing or oh, wow. whoever Xfinity password I'm using and I can watch my, my team. So I just know them. So I don't think I'm biased. So I'm being more objective because I see them play all the time. As your dear friend, I will tell you that you are biased. But that's neither here nor there. I think that the listeners will see over time that you are quite biased. I just uh, said that they had a 40% chance to get into the finals and 20% chance of winning. If I was biased, I would have said 80 and 60. But I think I was being real. 
Okay. Brother Real Taylor. That's my, that's my name on the show now. Brother Real Taylor. Okay. Because I keep it for real. If you listeners agree with that, feel free to at Nick, um, at Delusional Nick Taylor at Instagram. No, it's um, Nick Taylor 32 on, at Instagram. It's not at Delusional Nick Taylor 32? Nah, Nick Taylor 32. Okay. Okay. Instagram. If you, you, you people would love to um, at him and. Um, Say how the you know what? I'm gonna change my my little bio under. I'm gonna say I keeps it real. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> uh, you sound like a 1994 rap video, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think I think it's important for us to come to a conclusion with this and yeah. say that m- my stance is I think sports personalities have a duty to be objective and respectful because I think the way that they're going about creating their popularity and their fame is one disrespectful and dangerous because and I say dangerous because oh you gonna split skip Bayless you see him on the split I think I'll say this I've been to California a few times yeah um Laker fans are some of the most intense fans I've ever met in my life yeah just like, like Yankee fans We're very intense And um, I know Derek Jeter Has done some things To hurt his credibility But in New York In the Bronx In Brooklyn In these different areas We love him Yeah Don't say anything negative About, about uh, Derek Jeter Okay uh, Max Kellerman Has said some derogatory Comments about Kobe Bryant The late great Kobe Bryant Yeah Rest in peace to Kobe Gianna Yeah uh, Love to their entire family I don't think Max Kellerman should ever drive through Compton um, in the next 20 years of his life. Because I think... Um, I don't think a lot of people should drive through Compton. I, you, you're right. You're right. I mean, but I hear that they're redeveloping the area. I heard they're redeveloping the area. I, I just think it's important for some of these... too, Yeah, you know. I think it's important, uh, you know, shout out to Kendrick. That album was amazing. But um, it's, it's important, I think, to know once you get off television or off your radio show, you have to deal with real life. Yeah. And you and I are from urban environments where you're not allowed to just say crazy shit and run into the person that you said it to at the venue, at the function, and it's love. That's not where we're from. And I think a lot of these personalities think it's just entertainment. Yeah. No. One of these dudes that looks and listens to YG all day and they punch you in the mouth. I think that's the reality of YG. Swag. Swag. I think that's the reality of saying negative things to West Coast heroes. And I'm going to say this to all the listeners. I will not be that stupid. Listen, you know I don't want those problems. Want those problems. I'm not going to be the guy that says some ridiculous <laughs> shit about a West Coast hero. Oh my god! Love to every Laker ever. Oh my god! Because I want to enjoy my time in the yeah. Beverly Hills and Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And you know, if you wear a blue flag or a red flag, it's love. Yeah. So I'm gonna say on that on that about it. I'm like, I like I said earlier, I understand why they do it, but I. From my perception, I want them to be a little bit more real. Because like you say, man, like, you live your life on your credibility, man. Like, you don't want people to be, like, not listening to you anymore just because you're not credible. Like, whatever he says is not credible. He's not being real. Like, I, I want people to be like, hey, well, whatever Nick did, he told the truth. He kept it real. You know, like my name is now Nick Keeps It Real. So, that's what I want to, you know, just... You know, keep it going as you know. So I think a lot of them don't, but um, I, like I said, I understand. Okay, I think we've we've gotten a lot of things off our chest in episode one. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we've been able to go through the delusions of Nick Taylor with the Miami Heat and how close we really think they are. I think they are as close as Tokyo to Miami. He <laughs> believes they're as close as Miami to Orlando. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Miami to like West Palm. Oh, wow. For the listeners out there from other places, that's about a 45-minute to an hour drive. As I said before, uh, the number one term that I use during this podcast is delusional. He is delusional. Um, <laughs> we got into the, 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 the mere um, facts and non-facts that sports personalities dish out to the public. And, you know, you guys can have your own take on that as well. But 
those guys talk will be a podcast where we go through a slew of topics like you said in the beginning and our next episode is going to be a doozy um i hope you guys tune in i'm I'm, i've had uh four glasses of mall back (laughs) so i'm not completely capable of spelling juicy but i i think you guys can tell i can articulate myself and i'm quite intellectual so i know the term but um thank you guys man you know donald compare nick taylor uh first episode those guys talk i keeps it real he keeps it real um if you guys cannot see i'm bankhead bouncing and it's all good (laughs) nick I think we were phenomenal today. We were pretty damn good. Could we be better? We could be. But I want to be I Am Legendary. Tune in next week for the therapy session. Those guys talk. I don't know. Remember, I keep still real.